0: Thank you for joining me today for a brief devotional to start your Monday morning. May your heart be strengthened by the truths you will hear. Good Monday morning. This is our third week in the book of Genesis, and this is the part of Genesis that is so such a fundamental piece of our Reclaiming Your Heart message. Because this is the lie. This is the place where the lie entered our story. And I want us to look, if we can, at Genesis 3, beginning with verse 1. And I'm just going to read a little bit here and just kind of expound on it as we go. Now the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord God had made. Now the serpent here is Satan. Uh, Satan was there from the beginning. He was an angel. And he rebelled against God because he wanted to be like God. And so he rebels against God and he is cast from the earth and with him he takes a third of the angels with him. This is the first time that he is on the page of this word of God. And he shows up in the very beginning of our story, which our story begins with Adam and Eve. It's where it all begins. And this is the first time he shows up and the first time we hear him speak. He said to the woman, did God actually say? Now I want you to hear this, friends, because this is fundamental in us knowing how to guard our hearts. It is the reclaiming your heart message. And we tell people at the core of every lie the enemy propagates towards our hearts it is to get us to believe a lie about our God. So if we stripped the lies that we believe down to their very core, it is that the enemy is trying to get us to believe a lie about God. And he starts right here with this: these words, did God actually say? So what he was trying to do is trying to propagate doubt about who? About God in the heart of the woman, in the heart of Eve. Right now she's just called the woman. So he propagates this doubt. Now John 10.10 tells us the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That is a progressive um, passage in nature. Stealing first, killing, then destroying. And you kind of see that here. He's coming first as a thief. He's just trying to place a little, little doubt, trying to steal a little bit of our confidence in God, being truthful. Did God really say... He whispers, You shall not eat of any tree in the garden. And the woman said to the serpent, You may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden, but God said, You shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the middle of the garden, neither shall you touch it lest you die. But the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die. For God knows. So now he's gone from just trying to place a little doubt, a little bit of stealing, to a little bit of killing. You will not surely die, for God knows that when you are when you eat of it, your eyes will be open and you will be like him, knowing both good and evil. God, you're not going to die. God's just petty. God's just controlling. God's just jealous. He doesn't want you to be like him. What he was really saying, trying to Uh, Project on the God is all the things that he actually is, which he does to our hearts over and over and over again. And so he comes at her with this lie. Now he's trying to kill something in her. He's trying to kill her belief in the Lord. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, okay, that's the lust of the eye. When she saw that, or the lust of the flesh, when she saw that it was a delight to the eyes, that's the lust of the eye, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, that's the pride of life. She took of its fruit and she ate. So he stole, then he went in for the kill. And now, in this one moment, when she has succumbed to all of the lust of the flesh and her own self sufficiency, relationship is destroyed and it won't be rectified and righted until Jesus returns till Jesus comes ultimately until he returns and she also gave some to her husband who was with her and he ate too this is one of the most heartbreaking passages of scripture because this is when our story changed. But we all know if it hadn't been Adam and Eve that screwed it all up, it would have been their boys, because we'll read that next week, I think. And it all started because we have an enemy who is after our hearts. And that enemy comes at our hearts with a lie about our God. But it's so interesting to me that even in the middle of all of of these lies, When the curse is given, in verse 14, it says, This is God's curse to Satan. Because you have done this, cursed are you above all livestock and above all beasts of the field. On your belly you shall go, and dust you shall eat all the days of your life. I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your offspring and her offspring. He shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. God was saying, there's coming a Savior. He's going to bruise your head. And you're only going to be a little bite on his heel. Jesus is coming to remedy what Satan produced in getting the heart of man to believe a lie about God. Pay attention to the whispers of doubt about your God. Because that's how the enemy comes to steal. But do not be deceived. He is not after just robbing something from you. He is after complete and utter destruction of you. But Jesus has come. If your heart was encouraged today, please know we have many other resources. You can discover all of them by visiting us at reclaiminghearts.org.